this flyover clip. This process, there's people that we trust. Anybody with a stethoscope, that's why even if you're an actor and you're selling, you know, painkiller, you know, you have a stethoscope, you, you, you put that on because all of a sudden it's like, Guards go down. I trust this guy. Credibility. Credibility. Instantly. Um, that the, the whole uh, healthcare mechanism, we're programmed to trust these people. And we know that they're not off just winging it and saying, hey, eat peanut butter and that'll cure this. Like they had to have studied. There's somebody supervising them. There's an authority figure over mm-hmm. that person. There's probably third-party agencies there to, to monitor the people that are monitoring. That there's checks and balances and things here to keep Dr. Frankenstein from going crazy over here and people doing their thing. So let's talk about Grace Lee just a minute. Uh, It kind of brings us to that place, this big institution that we're programmed to trust. What's happening there and why are they allowing, why why do you have to come in from the tech community and try and hold these people accountable when that was their job to start with? Yeah, so uh, it's a dirty job, but nobody in the medical community wants to do it. Because nobody in the medical community wants to get in trouble with uh, uh, with the NIH, and uh, you know they don't want, want their funding to their institution to disappear. So when you have someone like the NIH, which is doling out money and is saying the vaccine are safe and effective, if you oppose that, you run the risk of your institution being blacklisted. Mm-hmm. And you know Tony Fauci is still there; he's con- controlling the purse strings. And and Tony is a vin- uh, I've heard he's a vindictive guy. And so if you cross him. Don't expect to see any money for your institution and expect to see your grants denied. And if you play the play by his uh, rule book, then expect to see lots of money going your way. And so when you have someone something like that in power, people are um, tend to look the other way. Now, in the case of Grace Lee, she is at Stanford. She's a professor at Stanford, and she's also the chair of the ASIP committee. The ASIP is the advisory co- uh, committee on immunization practices of the CDC. So this is the sort of the, the buck stops here, last stop committee. In order to get approval of a vaccine, you have to get past her committee and she's the chair. And so when I found out about the Israeli safety data, and this is basically the Israeli government finally after a year decided to uh, take seriously the collection of adverse event data. So they started collecting data they tasked a group of outside experts to collect the data. The outside experts reported in that these vaccines are not as safe as the Israeli government has been telling people and that they're subject to legal liability for, uh, for lying to, uh, to the Israeli uh, people about the safety. Mm-hmm. And so what the Israeli Ministry of Health did is they ignored the study and they said, hey, there's nothing to see here, folks. But so then what happened is a a tape of the conversation was made without anybody's knowledge. And that was leaked to the press. And the Israeli Ministry of Health has acknowledged that that tape is legitimate. To a, to one of the, uh, the fact that a Reuters fact checker uh, asked about that. And the legitimacy of that video was confirmed. And the video basically says, hey, this vaccine is causing all of these side effects and they're not short lasting either. Some of them haven't resolved. In fact, in, in depending on, on what it was, uh, 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 in a lot of the cases, uh, there's one where 60% of the cases, uh, these side effects do not resolve. Mm. And so 
this is hardly all the minor, the, the side effects are minor and short lived. Right. Uh, that's not what the, the research actually found. The research found that the Israeli Minister of Health was lying to the Israeli people. So they basically covered it up. And then when it was leaked to the news, only GB News in the UK covered it. Nobody in the U, in Israeli uh, press uh, covered it. It's it's very, the, the press. Is, is it because it's just so, it's so uninteresting? Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, it's, not, it's not newsworthy? It doesn't affect anyone. You know, no. but, but, you know, the other point is that only, uh, uh, only around, I think it's like 1.4% of the, or maybe it's 2.4%. I forgot the number, but it's very low. It was, maybe it was 2.4% of the people in Israel are considered vaccinated. In other words, they haven't taken the latest vaccine. 90, 98% of the people haven't taken the latest vaccine. Now that, that in itself tells you something, yep. especially in Israel, where the Israeli people typically always follow the advice of their government and they always trust their government to have a 98 percent noncompliance in Israel should be telling people something yeah. is going on. Yep. And they were the first first out of the gate with it. Yeah. 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 So, so, right. so they were they were they they had one of the highest compliance rates yeah, in the did. world. So how mm -hmm. are they going from the, one of the highest co compliance rates in the world to one of the lowest compliance rates uh, in the so, world. So, so tie this into Grace Lee. How does she get into this yeah, story? So, so Grace Lee, I try to get her attention. I try to say, hey, because I know the journalist who has the uh, the video. And I arranged for that, um, that journalist to talk with the Epic Times, who wrote a bunch of articles mm -hmm. about the, these Israeli uh, tapes. But it was important for the U.S. regulators to know about that and all of my attempts to get the regulators in the U.S. to look at it, the Israeli data, I, I sent email to over 300 or about 300 people at the CDC to say, hey, you know, we have the Israeli um, safety study video. Would you like to see the video? Nobody at the CDC wanted to see the video uh, that we contacted. And no, all, one. These are no, no one. These are 300 people in vaccine safety. So this is a list of close to 300 people at the CDC involved in vac COVID vaccine safety. And none of them wanted to see the safety data. So I contacted Grace Lee and I sent her an email and tried to reach out to her and she didn't respond to that. So I, um, I got her phone number and I texted her and she didn't respond to that. So um, I tried to visit her at her office at work and she said they told me she didn't work at her office. She worked from home. So I went to her home, which is where she works, and knocked on her door. She lives 10 minutes away from me. So, you know, <laughs> wow. why? Super convenient. Um, so I, I drove over there and, and a couple of times. And uh, first time, knocked on the door, no answer. Knocked on again, left. So came back another time because, uh, you know, it's important. Um, for her to be made aware of this. And maybe she's get, she gets like, you know, thousands of emails a day like I do. And it's just, I, you know, didn't break through the noise. So sure, I show up on her doorstep. I, I, I ring the doorbell. Nothing happens. I ring the doorbell again. So I'm there for 20 minutes ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door. No answer. And so finally exacerbated, I leave a note on the door. I say, you know, I, I, it's handwritten notes. It says, Dr. Lee, you know, it's in, would you like to see the, the, the safety data? from Israel, it's important, lives are at stake, just yes or no. And so I put the note on her door, and then as I'm leaving, I'm greeted by two members of the Palo Alto police. <laughs> oh. 
course. And I think you're being very graciousness. You're not being bombastic or, you know, you're not threatening threatening to glue your head to her door or something. You know, you're not one of these kind of protesters. You're you're actually just like, hey, hey, we're both trying to help humanity here. Would you look at this? That's very gracious. Trying to make sure that 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 she knows about it, because, you know, clearly the emails hadn't worked. And so um, and and text messages to her private cell phone didn't work. So. Um, and I know they were delivered because, you know, you get the confirmation right. they were delivered. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe she's just too busy to read them all. I, you know, I don't know. So so anyway, so the, 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 the police officer says, you know, who are you? Why are you here? Have you ever um, uh, talked to uh, Dr. Lee before? And, 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 uh, and I said, yes. And, and he said, so what did you say or, or what did she say to you? And she and, and I said, well, she said, Mr. Kirsch, you have three minutes. And and this is because uh, the, I'm a speaker at, at the ASIP. Uh, I've been a speaker at the ASIP com- committee meetings and you only have three minutes to speak. So that that's the only thing. That oh, she that said was the me. time. That she said. <laughs> yeah. Pierre Tori just thought this was that was the, the highlight. Of that. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Well, it just, I think it's frustrating for people to know that the people when, when, when you're standing in front of a hospital, it's intimidating and you're you're trusting someone. Uh, you, you should, you, you know, there's checks and balances. There should be checks and balances, you know, in the mortgage industry, in the banking industry, there should be checks and balances in our school system. You know, who's, who's overseeing, you know, the NEA who's overseeing like the person who's in charge of being a, a outside source looking in should be vigilant and, 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 and tireless and just ra- a ravenous appetite for truth. Mm-hmm. Turn yeah, over so every should, rock. Right. She should have been rushing to her door oh, to greet yeah. me and thank thank me profusely for bringing this safety data mm-hmm. to the attention of the committee because that is her job. Her job is to go and find if there's a safety problem. She should be the first one to know about them. Instead, she calls the police on me so she can avoid answering the question, do you want to see the safety data, yes or no? Because she can't answer. That's a question you can't answer. Because if she says no, she doesn't want to see the safety data, then she looks back. Right. And if she sees yes, if she says yes, I want to see the safety data, then we say, great, let's show it to you and, and you know, in a group setting and yep. get your reaction to it and discuss it. So she can't answer that question, yes or no. And so her answer is basically, let's call the cops on him so that we don't have to answer the question. And the cops said, uh, you, uh, you know, at the end of it, the cop said, you know, I, officer, I've done nothing wrong. He said, yep, you're, you're correct. You're free to go. You've done nothing wrong. You have broken no laws. And so then the cop then hands the note to, um, to Dr. Lee and her husband, uh, who then answer the door. When the, when the cops ring the door, the doorbell, they answer immediately. And so the cop hands her the note. So I have proof of delivery. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. 
And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.